Good morning, everybody. Say it. Say it. Uh, say what? Good morning. I did. Well, it's a rare opportunity. Right? Anyways, uh, good morning. It's Cinco de Mayo. And what better way to celebrate than with a, a morning's worth of Huevos de What's on Joe Mind? That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> How do you like that, Weber? How's that for your intro right there? It had a lot of huevos. I'll All tell right. you that. All sorts of huevos. I'm, I'm your host, Mike Irizarry. With me, of course, as always, uh, former head of the G.I. Joe brand at Hasbro. It's the honcho, Mark Weber. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, El, you know. El honcho. Yeah, former, future. Who probably, can say? You know, probably not, but whatever. Yeah, whistle thinking. Right, we're we're here to we're here to we're here to uh, to be positive. Yeah, exactly, and realistic. So what's up? <laughs> Am I free at ten a.m. on a Wednesday? Sure. Sure. <laughs> what What do we have to do? What yeah. po What possible jobs could we have? Yeah, <laughs> no big deal. Delaying that baseball scoreboard, but whatever. Yeah, it's all right. Look. I got priorities. It's exactly. Yeah. Somebody understands when it's time to plug the damn show. Uh, well, when we, and when we find that person, we're going to herald them. Right. And uh, also joining us, making this a bi-continental affair from the, the shores of the United Kingdom. It's Dave. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> it's he platypus. He grew his hair out. Even better. Like, that's that's more, that's more than growing his hair out. That Dave Dave couldn't grow that much hair out if he gave him hundred years. I, it terrified me, right? Because we're trying to keep it clean with no Joe here, and we all know that Dave Tree's birds all curse. Exactly, so. they sure do. <laughs> well, speaking of hair, I mean, this, this has been growing since the pandemic started. So, like, you know, that, that, that you're not far off there, Mike. So. <laughs> You don't actually that, that that's not true. I did have a haircut because I was resembling Krusty the Clown. It was like just nice. growing out sideways and oh god, yeah, it looked I terrible. Mean, the, the problem is never getting getting what you have to grow long. The problem is to fill in the spots where it's not growing at all. Well, that's what Sharpies are for, but right. like uh, <laughs> I'll be there soon. It's hard with red. <laughs> hard to find the right shade of red. <laughs> you, you have lots of hats though, Mark. You're prepared. Well, I got a couple of favorites, but yeah. <laughs> you got lots of hats. Yeah, Dave, it makes me look tanner anyway, less light on my face. So right. And Dave has a it. Dave has a normal sized head, so hats are, are an option for him. Yes. Right. I guess so. Like whereas, you know, this this cinder block of a melon, I, I'm just happy that it's allowed to come in whatever color it wants. As long as it <laughs> showing up. This Still Jerry Lawler lines and head like a farm animal. Right. <laughs> there you go. That's a good one. Right. Yeah, between, between you and me, we're rocking like a 15, 15 and a half. Something like if, that. If you wanted to put one giant fitted cap over both of our heads. <laughs> do, do you guys have Mr. Men? Have what? Mr. Men. It was like a, uh, a, a series of books by uh, Roger Hargreaves. Did you ever have those? Yes. I, so. I remember yeah. them. We did. Well, there, well, there was, there was Mr. Bit, Mischief yeah. who had the hat, and whenever he did anything uh, mischievous, the hat would grow bigger and like swallow him up. So, like, I was going to say, the joke is kind of lost, uh, but uh, 
you know, you could have like just a giant hat with you both under it. That was it's like a good a idea. It's a good idea. At some point, we'll be rocking around, walking around San Diego Comic Con or something, wearing one uh, combo sombrero, and it'll be just phenomenal. That and, would be great, especially like, if you had like little eye holes, like <laughs> and fringe. You gotta have the hanging fringe, or it doesn't look classy. Or it, or it could be like in Despicable Me too, and it'll be nachos. You just and the, and the brim is filled with avocado dip. You Not know? a bad idea. Or we could be at the big brim bar from I'm gonna get you sucker. Fine establishment. <laughs> One rib. <laughs> How much for the ribs? I know I'm hungry. <laughs> just one rib. <laughs> Pull my hand for that. In in honor of of Dave, I am I am sipping tea from my Spider Man mug today. Oh, nice! Ah, uh, huzzah! I am not into the day drinking just yet. I had, is that a chip? I had chips. That's no, it's good. It's like that's kind of like I'm just drinking sanitizer. You know, it's good. We're running low on supplies, so keep you healthy. You know. Well, you're you're in lockdown again, so yeah. <laughs> Semi lockdown. Semi lockdown. We're, we're, we're three. I was going to say three point five, but like we're at the tail end of three, and it's like a, a phased integration back into society, which is probably a good thing for many people in the UK, because uh, uh, a lot of us have gone feral um, over the last uh, few months. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> What, I mean, what what is feral in the UK? Is that using the wrong salad fork, or is that? Well, it it it's when you also get a tetanus shot as well as the vaccine. Um, you know, that, that, that's what they're making sure. Um, but um, yeah, yeah, or, or not putting your pinky out when you when you're drinking the tea, right? Because Brits are always so well behaved. I've been watching <laughs> some football documentaries and. Always oh, on yes. your best yeah, day. Yeah. Yeah. Exemplary. Yeah, no uh, trouble fandom. at all. No trouble. <laughs> fire up every the, time. Fire up that Sex Pistols album, right? So, so Dave, we our fans who who a couple of them are watching live now, and a few of them will catch us later. We hope, fingers crossed. Um, we've complained for the last six months every week about what what this pandemic has been for us what what's it been like for for you guys in a in a bit more of a congested societal situation where people are just a little bit closer together than they are here in the states yeah it so i i think it's fair to say that every, you know every single person's been affected in one way or another some people sadly have been uh, uh affected far deeper th than others um in many respects um you can lo always look back on things and say you know this is what should have been done and things like that and there's been a lot of criticism leveled um about what was right what was wrong and i'm sure it's been the same state side as well you know a a about what to do i think really what is highlighted is how under uh, prepared in the event of something like this coming along uh you know the the uk really was um and uh being where it is like a, a melting pot of, of of a lot of cultures and things like that um and the uh freedom to like travel um into like uh, mainland europe for example 
um, you know, from like London and that uh, probably really didn't help things. You know, they probably could have locked down things a bit further. But we've had three lockdowns. Um, from my side of things, what I do is I, I run a toy shop. It's been tricky um, because you can't really do the retail side of things. But certainly online re, um, uh, selling has 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 skyrocketed. Um, although I'm sure people will disagree with this next bit, but like the availability of our beloved GI Joe has never been any better than it has been right now in the UK. Um, we've not seen it available on the peg since Rise of Cobra. So it's a good 10 years absence. Um, and although, yes, there is the, you know, uh, been short supply, but that's been showing, you know, that there is the, the, the market is wanting these things. And there's been, you know, um, restocks of these things. You know, we've, we've started getting through the redecos of um, Scarlet and Duke now, which is really cool. And in some respects, you know, the um, online social media groups in particular have really exploded over here in the UK. So um, historically, Action Force was kind of like a small community. And I, I think, if anything, now it, it is... Uh, G.I. Joe as a whole is is much bigger, largely thanks to Classified, because it's brought in all of these new collectors. Some of them are from um, Black Series collectors, and some of them are like Marvel Legends that they've gone, oh, this is like cool, you know, and it's been a good recruiting platform there, and it's, it's brought in a whole new load of fans and interest into the area. Um, but it's all been kind of done virtually, um, which for me is massively frustrating because uh i like to engage and interact with people so uh, um it's been tricky but it's it's not been terrible either and and it could be an awful even even with things like brexit which is not the best thing to perhaps <laughs> Uh, you know, you know, uh, pe people uh, have had a lot of issues on on that front, you know, and it's been going on for years, and 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 not really kind of thought that through to perhaps the the best it could have been. But um, yeah, even with problems like that, now we're hearing, you know, from from suppliers like the Suez Canal thing um, is 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 creating delays for, for some toy companies um but you we know, shall remain well, uh, you know um but the, i I, th I think you know pandemic brexit Suez canal all things considered i'd say it's pretty good you know at least a lot easier than the stories i hear from stateside you know people saying that they just can't get hold of stuff yeah, you know, I, I I would say stuff is 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 fairly reliable here. Yeah, it's it's ghost town if you get into any Walmart, Target, what have you. Um, this just there, there's pegs, but there's nothing on them. Yeah. So yeah. well, there's Ghostbusters on them. There's Ghostbusters on them usually. Yeah, you go in and and usually your GI Joe peg is full of of uh, Ray Stance and Egon Spengler. And they are lonely. <laughs> Is that like the the the, the Kenner retro ones or? Whoa, that's not me. That's me. Oh, you can get that if you need to. That's the tree. Uh, I, I, I got. 
Do it. Put them on. Oh. Hello. One. Welcome to What's on Joe Mind. Hello. One, one second. <laughs> we can't have any fun. Oh, I'm trying to think how we, how we can uh, activate this. Hello, okay. Dave Tree. Thank you for calling. <laughs> now I'm afraid we're sold out of that one. Yeah. We got lots, lots of Ghostbusters, though. Lots of Ray stance. So many Ray stance. Bar two Ray, get 18 free. Do you need a Winston Z more? We have lots of Winstons. I saw the new line. It's amazing. How do you do? See, I muted the microphone, but I didn't mute you guys. How <laughs> and do I'm you do? There, and all I can do is, just, oh, I'm a limey Brit. You know, and I'm just like, <laughs> kind of like, <laughs> should have thought about it. You know what? For for being unplanned, that was not a bad bit right there, right? Call him again, Mike. Call him. Right? Yeah. I'm going to grab the phone here. So uh, if, you ever, if you need any uh, customer service staff, Mike and I are oh. obviously qualified and evidently available. So Fantastic. Well, I, I, I will definitely take you both up on that offer. Um, that sounds like a, a, a very... Uh, Productive uh, use of voice talent. Yeah, we didn't even curse. We saved that for Joe. Let's save that for the <laughs> swear jar. Swear jar. Swear so jar. You hear more on the swear jar coming this Friday. That's <laughs> it. Call the teaser. That's right. We're teasing the swear jar. Yeah. Which may make it angry. We don't know. So Is anyway, Joe that swears. It uh, if all goes well, yes, but no, it's just a. Hey, we'll we'll tell you Friday when 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 all of the components of the swear jar are are present, we will, you know, currently. The you mean just Joe at this point? Much, the, the driving force behind the swear jar <laughs> is off making the world safer. Yeah. So <laughs> we we don't. I don't want to get into all of the details of the swear jar here. Although that would be a nice reward to the folks who are joining us here on, there's ten of you on Wednesday morning. Dig it. Is 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 everything all right with our viewing audience? Are are, is, are you guys good? Because because really the fact that there's ten of you stuns me, and I'm a little <laughs> concerned. Right. You do make a real good point though, Mike. We probably need all of the pieces to form Kerstron. That's so right. <laughs> we'll do that on Friday. So, with with all with all due respect, Dave, I have to I have to eschew any questions you may have about the swear jar. Fair enough. Besides, this is all about you, man. You're not here all the time. You have to tell us your business. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so how have you kept yourself busy when when you've been either stuck in a shop where nobody is shopping uh, because the law prevents them from doing so or like what do you when 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 you finally punch that time card at the end of the day what are you doing with yourself how are you keeping yourself busy I, I've just been sat in the dark here alone with my faults um you know you're the first people to speak to yeah yeah, yeah I literally like like that I'm just buffering the whole time and uh, I'm talking in the computer sense, but, uh, but uh, no, it, a lot of people uh, associate all the cool stuff with, with doing events. 
we put on like uh, different like toy events and stuff like that. So last year, uh, put together um, a couple of different live stream events uh, are on the Star Wars theme. So we did Fathers from Live in May, um, which uh, working with a, a, a team of uh, very talented people uh, put together all this content. And it was very indicative of of that point in time, fresh into the pandemic, you know, where nobody knows what's going on. And we had like all people leaving messages, uh, video messages that we like cut into like segues uh, throughout the, the broadcast saying, you know, be safe and stuff like that. And that was really cool. It was really well, um, well received uh, where people kind of like, I really miss going to the shows and, you know, can't really a- interact um, and what was great with that is rather than being people dependent on coming down and being part, you know, th- this instantly had like a, a, a worldwide reach. Um, then in June, July, we did uh, a QVC tribute, uh, which again was selling Star Wars toys and it was all done. So so where you got like the, the, the live stream thing going on now, we had all like scrolling graphics and we had like the buy box, hang on, on this side, you know, saying, you know, buy now and then like low stock appearing. It was really cool. Um, but it was like a. That's kind of why I put you on the bottom row. So if you needed to point at us, because I still haven't figured out how to, how to, like, that's the first time I've ever pointed at Mark on the first try. Like, I almost always go do that first. Right. Can you line up your fingers. Go on. Just let it Oh, 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 wait. Like Wonder Twins powers activated. Here we go. <laughs> Form of a smiley face in a bucket of water. So that looked like Mike just pulled your finger, but um, the um, yeah, the QVC thing was 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 a lot of fun. And then in August, um, uh, so May, August, and December would normally when we run the the Fathers from shows. So in in August we then did. Um, a tribute to the 40th anniversary of Empire Strikes Back. And it was incredible. We, you know, again, a lot of amazing con- content was created for it. It ended up being 12 hours long, which I never in a million years thought that that would be the case. And like an idiot, I started at two o'clock in the afternoon. Um, so Ooh. I was then <laughs> going to two in the morning. Yeah, and it was like, I mentioned to Mike, it was like the old style telethons where like people were running out of steam at the end of it. Kind of like, you know, when will this end? Once um, the empire struck midnight. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And slowed down. Yeah, it's exactly. Gary Lewis and, staggering on stage with his tie off. Oh, thanks everybody. It's been a great telethon so far. Yeah, this is it. This is it. Um, and so everybody's been saying, when are you going to do the same thing for rollout roll call? And that's very true. Um, and the truth is I want to, but I can't commit the amount of resource that is needed to be able to like, do that. Um, so what I'm going to try and do instead is do the QVC style um, live streams and do uh, a GI Joe one and then one for Marvel, one for, transformers one for star wars and things like that and do them on us on on sunday night so i once i've got all that together um i'll give you guys the heads up um because it's 
more for the theatre of the QVC uh, kind of experience rather than anything that I'm selling or anything like that. Um, which, you know, I'm, I'm sure... That, um, Blood Bowl. You know, there, there, there's, there's some top quality merchandise that would be available. Um, I, I think I'm down to like the last 40 of these. Um, highly rare and collectible. <laughs> If you need any more, you can just go down to the convenience store on the corner and grab a couple. So it's it, you're good. Yeah, behind, yeah, pretty much. behind crystal ball. It's behind the behind the, the US crystal ball. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um but um yeah, I I'll, I'll be doing those sorts of things. And roll out roll call. Um should everything be back to normal, we'll be uh back for October um you, you know uh, the, in the last couple of years the, the plan was always to kind of do it in april and october so twice twice a year not in the same format as what we've had before but like an easier more accessible format that allows people to kind of like not all or nothing kind of thing that you can kind of do it as a more as a, a regular meetup and show and we do that because that's what fathers from became where it was more about the social aspect rather than the toys being the, the main driver. So I want to kind of try and achieve that with roll out, roll out roll call, but the, um, the pandemic and, and timings of, of everything have kind of like, um, gone against that. So if we're on for October, it will be, uh, two years since the last roll out roll call, which was a blast. It was, a you know, we did it uh, here, and um, it was it was just really nice, and it was it was great to have people all come out the, um, you know, all, all the the guys from Spain came over, Paddy Lennon came over from from Ireland, um, you know, and it was it was really truly humbling to like sort of see people that going yay, you know, and um, I I only I could only notice that I was not in attendance at that show. Well, you know, that, that is, you know, you, you can fix that for October, surely. You know? that was an inter no, wasn't that an Interpol thing or something? Hey, no comment. Okay. Leak Moving on. Not comment. Moving on. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, so there, there, there'll be news on that front. Um, and then, when I, when, again, once I've got that, I'll, I'll appreciate any kind of, like, help from you guys kind of spreading the word on that front so you would like us to plug the damn show plug the damn show we can do that every two single of, time two of, us, two of us can <laughs> that is that is completely out of the question right he's out just like that <laughs> no, that goes, it's a quick hook man <laughs> exactly I, I rule the control board with an iron fist that's how it works and a sore foot an iron fist and so uh for for folks who maybe have not been exposed to rollout roll call explain why but the the origins of the name and and the crowd that you're trying to get with that show yeah so that's that, that's a very very good question there mike i, I um it's the I'll, I'll be honest with everybody right here it is the most challenging thing after doing this for 10 years to realize that we just did a format change about seven months ago so that there's all kinds of crap that we talk about that people have no idea what we're talking about. 
So I'm, I, I'm doing my best to go back and try and catch all of those. So yeah, anyway, no, that's, that's, roll out roll call, the history and origins. Uh, so Roll Out Roll Call is uh, an event that's held in the UK that is catered uh, for fans of not just like G.I. Joe and Action Force, but also Transformers. That is hence the name Roll Out, so Transformers Roll Out Roll Call. Um, it's been going since 2010, uh, which started off here in this merry shop, uh, which was actually for a friend of mine uh it was his birthday and he was complaining that um uh nothing ever happens for his birthday where it was like end of january so we decided to do, do like a gathering uh and it then just like spawned from there um over its history it's been predominantly in southampton um oh some of us are still listening to the back episodes Whew, no refunds that's uh, our <laughs> but um the um uh, uh it's uh most regular base was in southampton which is a, a city about 30 miles from here but is on the south coast of the uk and we've had many luminaries of um what's on joe mind in attendance from uh, mike uh and gary and uh, james kavanagh uh, we've also had guests like Larry Hammer and um, fun publications come over. I think we need uh, Mr. Weber come over for the next one. All on is a, a G.I. Joe and Transformers show. Sounds like WeberCon. Right? Sounds like. Yeah. Sounds oh. like roll out roll call. Sounds like Mark WeberCon. Frequently cloudy and rainy, right? <laughs> yeah, you'll be fine. You know? my, it's my kind of people, man. <laughs> <laughs> per, perhaps HancoCon. Oh, now we're talking about it. Yeah, <laughs> but um, Hanshimus yeah, Prime so, could make that. You bet. So, um, and there are the reason. One of the reasons for that is there's not actually a huge amount of brand dedicated events that take place in the UK. There's plenty of like toy shows, and there's a million comic cons, which is anything but actually comic book related. That you know, they're just an event that have. Um, guest signing and lots of people selling Funko Pops, but not much else. Um, you know, they, they, if you can be so inclined every weekend, you could be somewhere in this country attending something like that. Um, but with um, the idea behind it was to kind of do specific things that are in an area of interest um so uh transformers gi joe and action force were kind of lumped together in that sense which anybody outside of the uk might go well what's the relationship but over here during the hasbro years and, and the marvel comic years the, the the two brands were kind of like joined together in the same comic book format um so there is you, you know if you're you might have people who are, are, are singularly into one brand more than another and that's totally fine. But the, 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 the two coexisted quite frequently over here. So that's why those two are uh, uh, combined together. And it's great. You know, it, it, the, the, the best thing out of it is the friendships it's spawned over the last uh, sort of like 10 years or so that I would never have the opportunity to like ever kind of probably cross paths with those people in much the same way that Joe Con was when I was fortunate to attend 
uh, the, the the couple of times that I I went over, you know, you, you'd be seeing those people and you hadn't seen them since the last Joe Con, and you'd be like, you know, uh, getting to like catch up with people. Um, it's really great, and it's what grows a community. You know, keep keeps things going, keeps people engaged and interested. If only you could get the brands themselves to kind of understand the value that that has and be a little bit more kind of um, not necessarily forthcoming, but just throw the occasional bone here, there and everywhere. And including on such, you know, uh, user generated content like podcasts. You know, I, I, I think it is uh, a massively, massively uh, underlooked or sorry, overlooked uh resource uh that is available for fingertips so yes in short come on over the next show uh honcho con so october with with some baseball added baseball uh content of an evening see now we're talking (laughs) with it and i'll I'll be doing a special cricket panel which won't go anywhere because I know what the hell I'm talking about, but cool. I've, I've, I've actually, as I said to Mike earlier, I've actually got a baseball story that, because um, every time I hear you talk about the podcast and things like that, I I know nothing, absolutely nothing about baseball. And um, I actually spent um, a week with someone who I had absolutely no idea who they were and you know it was great and everything like that um but um just completely oblivious married sorry afterwards they were married yes yeah 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 but this was a uh i think it was 2013 2014 um star wars uh had just been bought out by Disney and um, where they have the official convention um, for, for celebration. They did it over in Germany and I got roped into um, driving the actor who plays Boba Fett all around Europe to do like kind of like various different appearances, um, which was really cool. Jeremy. Uh, his name? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 So, so um uh, and, we, and we were do, doing all these kind of like sort of strange, loose Star Wars tie-ins that kind of Disney asked us to kind of do. Anyway, when we get to Germany, um, there is a large international um, audience there, you know, like license uh, holders and things like that. But a few people were kind of like, well, I don't know who these people are. Uh, you, you know, I don't speak German. I, I don't know how to order food and things like that. So we kind of all would like um, uh, get together each day and, you know, get drinks, sometimes like food or whatever, depending on what was on, on the itinerary. Wherever, and, you um, wherever you are, get the schnitzel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's very good. Um, and w- one of these was... Uh, uh, a, a chap who was, you know, really nice, really cool, but had no kind of interest in Star Wars. He was kind of there because his wife was working uh, a, a, a stand and stuff like that. And she, she did like Star Wars clothing. 
um and um yeah, he was like cool and everything like that and you know and and i knew nothing about the guy other than he was the husband um but it turns out he was a chap called david Eckstein. okay uh, and uh who was married to ashley Eckstein, who ran runs her universe and is the voice of ahsoka for like um and the former the former shortstop for the st louis cardinals yeah yeah so and, and i had no idea who who this guy was because again when you're when you're at a star wars show every and he's like oh look you know there's like c3po right. you know people were like you know and nobody's even sort of like pointed at this guy so you know you you just they're like talking away and things like that and it was only when we got back i remember i was having a conversation with mike and gary and and i remember gary's like what no way you know like uh, right. and it was like did you get his i was like I don't know what you're talking about, you know, <laughs> like, but he's like, he's like a hall of famer. Uh, and I was like, of what? <laughs> yeah. He was an all-star a couple of times. He was pretty good in his day, but uh, to make it to, I mean, more so in your defense on this, like David Eckstein for, for anybody who doesn't follow baseball in our, in our crowd, which is probably all of you. Uh, he's five foot seven and 155 pounds. Yeah. He's he not an intimidating presence. Yeah, he looks like he runs, and and you know, like you'd think of an a, as an athlete because he he probably goes out and runs five miles every day. But no, he was he was a legitimately really good player. He's got mm-hmm. he's got a World Series MVP under his belt. He's he's made a, 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 I think at least one All Star team. He was just a good ball player. He's not a Hall of Famer, but but he's a he was he's a guy who was able to do that for a living for twelve years. So yeah. that puts him in the Hall of Very Good at least. Anybody who sticks in the big leagues is in the top 1% of their sport, right? Like, just being around, you're a big deal. And now he's just Ahsoka's husband. Yeah, Yeah, well, I'm I'm sorry he was reduced. Because, like, literally, I I had... Uh, I'll bet he loved it. At no point did he kind of, like, allude to any of that. I mean, you know, I think we just talked about everything under the sun other than baseball. And he probably was aware of that because... You know, um, but yeah, like completely clueless, completely <laughs> spent a week chatting to some guy, and I was completely unaware. Uh, and then I get um, scolded by Mike and Gary. You hung out on return. <laughs> All star shortstop so, in Germany. For right. That gives you a unique perspective to answer the question, though. Who would win a fight between David Eckstein and Jeremy Bullock? <laughs> Our fans want to know. Well, well, well. Jeremy uh, sadly passed away earlier this year, um, and he was always a gentleman. But uh, the thing that Jeremy was uh, extremely good at was he—he he was like as sharp as a razor, and 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 very, very uh, quick on on the humor. So I would imagine, you know, in in the fight. He would probably kind of be like the dick dastardly and, and get the upper hand by whatever means necessary. Um, because, or you know, that, that that's just... Hold his hand ha- out and let David Eckstein's forehead hit him. And his, yeah, 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 yeah. Jer- Jer- he's always um, uh, a, a very uh, a pra- big practical joker. Um, so, um, yeah, I, I'd imagine he'd probably have like some trip wires or something like that like, sorted out in, in <laughs> at, anticipation. At the end of the fight, 
David Eckstein's Frozen in Carbonite. Yes, yeah, 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 exactly. You know that's how it's going to end up. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's that's my one and only baseball story. So, like, uh, <laughs> but but you'll be able to, like, educate everybody over at, right? at Poncho Con. I don't think uh, I've ever been the smartest guy in a room. I should try it. 2021, yeah. uh, coming to a uh, town near you. Yeah, I am starting my world tour. Let's go. Come on Let's out, people. I'm going to break the pandemic or get everybody sick. Either right. way, I'm a harbinger <laughs> of something. <laughs> I just, I, I'm sorry. I gave myself a mental image of David Eckstein frozen in carbonite. And I, I was done for a while. Was, and as they're, load, as they're loading them up, like Eric Ibar and Tony Phillips are like, that wouldn't have happened to me, man. <laughs> <laughs> Sucks to be you. <laughs> who is it? Who is it? Like Fernando was his second baseman, but maybe Fernando Vina standing. Fernando Vina from, but, but would he be frozen in the carbonite with like the baseball mitt like that? Like, <laughs> I think so. Yeah. And uh, I, because Fernando Vina was from Arizona State, I do owe him. I do owe Mark a love of bears. That's what I'm talking about. Get that ASU up there. There we go. It's a he's he can't let go of his college days, Dave. No, and if you, but for the listeners, if there's you a, had there's a lot of things we can't let go of, right? If you had the Fernando Vina square in your home game for what's on Joe Mind, you win big prize. You get so. that. That's uh, that's I know that's the center square on a lot of those lottery tickets we sent out. Yeah, yeah. Just go to Kokomo Toys and say, "Hey, I won the contest," and see if they give you something. Oh yeah, well, well, Todd, Todd will give you something every time. Yeah, you know. Um, you know, maybe maybe a one way catches him, then... <laughs> he'll give you a garrison brother to be escorted to the door. <laughs> right? <laughs> hey, you want something? It's right outside. That's a good Click. deal. <laughs> Charlie's a wonderful guy. <laughs> but uh, shout out to Charlie, right there. Normally he's in our he's in our live audience, so it's it's we're we're missing him today. Yeah, where's he at? Come on, people. Todd's probably putting him to work this late. I was going to say, he's probably packing, isn't he? So, like, uh... Listen, only on What's on Joe Mind do we show up and complain about our wonderful sponsor, Coco. Okay. Let's rip on them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, their link in the description below and uh, shop at their eBay store. We'll get uh, a link to Dave's, Dave's wonderful shop in the UK as well. I just didn't want to put it in there in advance and give away what we were doing here today. Right. You'll notice that if you look on YouTube, the description is rather rather barren past just the normal stuff that I've clipped and pasted in there. So, so we, uh, I didn't want to give away that our, our special guest was in fact, super dude, Dave tree. Normally the description is thorough and the show is barren, but we exactly. flipped it. We flipped it this time. Well, I was going to say it, it, that that's a very, uh, uh, ingenious way of kind of making out that there was nothing prepared for this yeah, uh, marketing, marketing baby but uh yeah yeah it's a good spin on it i like that we should have dave on friday nights <laughs> what's that like 3 a.m yes <laughs> 2 a.m where dave is yeah, yeah we're five hours behind it, historically i've done that a couple of times as well um you did that a few I, times I, on our program yeah, no. The, well, there was the the one that always I'll never forget was when it was with Chris and Eddie, and I can't remember what time we started, 
but daylight was coming up on a Saturday morning yeah. here in the UK. And I remember sitting down in the kitchen. I remember thinking, <laughs> literally been up all well, night, like doing well, this, like, uh, we, like some crossover episode. I, I can't yeah, I was, remember. I was going to say, did, did they get tired Dave because he stayed up or angry Dave because he got up? No, <laughs> but I, I'm always tired. <laughs> I'm, I'm look at me. I'm only 20 years old, but like, right. um, it's uh, not the years, honey. It's the mileage. But yeah, yeah. but for, but for me, it's kind of like oh, I gotta go open up the shop. You know, it's not <laughs> like I can like I'm gonna crawl into bed now. It's like, <laughs> you know, the birds are tweeting outside and and that. And it was, I'll just never forget thinking, ah. Oh, you know, it's been about four or five hours of recording at this point. But, yeah, um, we, we, that was that was the rare time we were sending Dave text messages. And, hey, still awake? Because <laughs> we did something like it was um, it was a Saturday, and we recorded for probably four or five hours. I mean, it was just one of those mega, humongous episodes from from the days of what's on Joe Mine past. And so, of course, it, it wound up being about a three-hour episode. So it meant we're we're on the air with one another on Skype for about five, and then we just were shooting the shooting the breeze afterwards. And it, it just, I it was, I mean, it was late when we hung up on our end, like yeah, like bedtime late for us. So plus, five. well, Eddie was all right with it because he 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 did night shifts anyway. So he, you know, yeah. he for him it was like you know his, his body was accustomed to it. Chris is always super energetic and hyped and, and that. And I was just like, they're kind of like, like, okay. <laughs> and now I've got to go to work. <laughs> the best part of that is when, when Mike signed off at 1130, right? He looked at the clock and was like, man, it's late. <laughs> <laughs> Finger yeah. everywhere. And everybody else, everybody else logged off and said, well, that was a haul, but we don't have to edit that audio. Right. Right. Five-hour audio edit. Good luck, Mike. Well, that wasn't me editing, but at that point, that would have been oh. Gary. So that would, oh. that's 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 Godso's baby at that point. So he deserves all the credit for for editing all all from that that time period. Man, audio editing takes so much longer than you think. Matt Rubin says not a lot of us in the fandom can pull all-nighters anymore. Yeah. Clearly, Matt Rubin hasn't run with the what's on Joe Mind team. That's right. We go all night strong until we draw. Which is just a lot earlier. It's true. Yeah, and I should talk. I'm always the first round on Friday nights. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Point the finger. Hit the bed. Yep. It's, it, it's when you get to uh, what you got in and shout outs, and it's always like nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, some of that's financially. Driven, Come on, next but, person. Come on, let's wrap yeah, it up. Let's get in. Nah. <laughs> that's always the giveaway. Oh, there's a teaser. Friday, I got. Well, Friday, it's going to be a good what I got in segment. Can't wait. I'm glad it is for one of us. Should be exciting with a little with a dose of mystery. Oh, yeah. that's okay. all I got in with some tea. That's all I got in. No Frogman two this week. No. Why would I need two Frogmen? Uh, Lady Frogman, perhaps. Yeah, but that's not that would that would be weird looking exactly like regular Frogman. Well, you know what? I think the head is somewhat, I was going to say ambiguous, uh, but unisex. You always do frog spawn. Oh, I, mean, oh, I guess that's Maybe I can. and a cape? Now we're talking. I know a guy. 
<laughs> I imagine it's the same ball and socket joint. I can try and get. Let's see. I, I'm looking at what uh, female Marvel Legends Rob has on his shelf here. Oh, we're gonna ruin Rob. One of Rob's. It's good. We I have got a one. I got a one-armed Aurora. You can use. All right, all right. Send that just, along. Then. Just tried to move her arm just a little bit. Ha! No problem. Snapped right mid bicep, like, like I'd never handled a toy before. I had that happen once with a a short run custom toy once. Mm. I just picked it up and and moved the elbow, and it pop. This was one of my daughters. She only has like five action figures. Pop right mid bicep. How, how does how does your daughter only have five action figures? She's not she's not really into collectibles. Yeah, she's not really into collectibles. Whereas Derek <laughs> has every Transformer ever, pretty much. And there you he's go. he's slowed down as he's gotten older. He's what fourteen now. But anytime a big one comes out, he's just like, I got to have all the Titans, Dad. So he's got a, a pretty impressive top shelf of all these gigantic robots eight feet up in the air looking down at you. And I'm just waiting for one to fall right. or for one to start the Three Stooges domino <laughs> effect. And Yeah. So Which, which except, one's got the rickety joints? Yeah, right? And and <laughs> probably one that I made, right? So then I can't even be mad. Like, man, why is that Devastator so dippy? Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that was me, yeah, yeah. Uh, but you weren't. You're not on the engineer team, so it's not. It's not totally. No, but if you're, I always felt if you were the the manager of brand development, it was all. It was you were the last. Yeah, you know, the buck stopped there. So unless the factory changed it too late and you weren't allowed to change it back, I always felt responsible for anything wonky. We had a guy. We had a, a figure come out at McFarland Toys that said Quatterback. Instead of quarterback on it, it was great. <laughs> and I'm a Steeler fan. We had one get out that was from Pittsburgh. <laughs> Whoops! Sorry about that. Everybody's scrabbling to find out what that is now. I'm like, yeah, go find your. What was it? I, I think it was Elway, John Elway, quarterback. Nice. I'm uh I'm trying to find something, Dave. Uh, you know you have uh you did have something that you wanted to share with us. Well, how's this for exciting? Um, Dave, Dave, your your claim to fame. I, I should we should point out you're not just a merry shopkeeper in the UK. Like you you have you've discovered stuff. You're something of a GI Joe and Star Wars archaeologist. So I I mean I don't want to I don't want to put you on the spot or anything, but like you're you're in <laughs> You're an A-list guy in the terms of the history of both of these properties for toys because you just went and, and dug this stuff out of the ether. So I, I don't want everybody to think that you're just here because you're, you're buddies with us. I mean, Grant, Which is why I'm here. Part of it. Sure. That's, a, that's why we had you back. But, but like, you've done plenty uh, to, to, to whether, you know, merit being on a podcast with complete strangers as well. So I don't want to make it sound, you know, you're just here because, Oh, we know this guy with a store. No, like you've, you've done lots of work in both the star Wars and the GI Joe hobbies, uh, to be a, a, a prominent historian, I guess is the term we can throw at you much like noted yeah. prominent historian, David tree. That's a good one. Um, wow. uh, which includes uh, well, well, you will, you will, we'll save that for another time because you have new stuff. 
Well, it's 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 not exactly new stuff, but it's it's something that I've not picked up on before. So, uh, very quick, uh, brief rundown for anybody uh, listening from from what Mike was talking about. Um, mentioned earlier, Star Wars Celebration. Um, when the first Star Wars Celebration came to Europe, it was in London in 2007. And there was uh, a stateside celebration taking place the same year. And uh, one of my friends was the events director for the youth, for the European one. And he reached out to me saying, um, I want content unique for that show so that anybody who's traveling to attend this show will not see that it's uh, or, or not see that it's a diluted, watered down version of, of the stateside one um so it was the 30th anniversary of star wars so i said well, let's do like a, a a history of star wars toys and he's like fantastic great you you do it you know you, you do like a, a a museum exhibit and i thought it'd be a, a walk in the park and it it was anything but um because there was no kind of documentary uh documented study of uh palatoy who were the distributors of star wars in the uk who also were the distributors for a time of Action Force and, and uh, G.I. Joe Real American Hero products in, in the UK as well. Um, so I started off this, this, this kind of whole venture of like trying to uh, di- uh, get all the uh, as much detailed information as I can and bits and pieces. And, and along this route, discovered various different bits and bobs and uh, things that kind of hadn't really uh, that were out there, but with what I was doing, it was then sort of like connecting the dots and and making sense of various different bits and pieces and stuff like that. Um, and that's that's always continued since. And um, I've been very fortunate to like talk about this sort of stuff at at JoeCon um, and and for like Star Wars Celebration as well. Um, primarily related to the realm of palatoy um and anything like that is of 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 huge interest for me because gi joe uh as a as a brand is such a powerhouse um that it's quite fascinating for me to see how a third party might kind of look at that and subvert it to their local markets because it was never billed over here as a real american hero um for the hasbro years it was always international heroes and 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 various characters got rewritten um i was actually looking at um falcon uh yesterday uh and it just tickled me that is a green beret but like born in somerset in the uk Uh, and it's kind of like well (laughs) of course he was um but you you kind of get like all like these kind of like rewritten bits and pieces to kind of give it like an international uh, feel rather than it being an elite U.S. military uh, specialist force. Um, but on on that route, you kind of like come across paperwork and bits and pieces. And I would, I've got what well, I will split the screen. And apologies if I get this completely wrong. Um, but there was 
Um, here we go. Still hasn't popped up for me to show you. So how's, is that working? There we are. There we go. So over in the UK, um, Atari was distributed by Parker Games, Parker Brothers. And Parker Brothers in the UK was owned by General Mills, who were part of the Kenner Toy Group. So even though Atari was a separate thing, Parker, you know, there, there, there were the tie-ins here. And, and within that, um, General Mills owned Palatoy. So uh, in the UK, a lot of the toy companies were quite often distribution partners for, for, for different things, uh, for various different like toy lines. So in this respect, you've got like the uh, Atari um, version of, well, I mean, was it just called G.I. Joe in stateside for the Atari game? I believe so. Or it, there, there was some kind of subtitle to it. Like, a, I don't, uh, I can't get to it eat quickly. No, that's cool. Yeah. That's cool. For the most part, kind of like it was referred to as GI Joe because it was the first. It was the first game for any system. Yeah. So uh, back at this point in time, you got things like um, uh, the uh, Empire Strikes Back and Jedi Arena. So you you it, you had like these licensed tie-ins come in, and most famously, ET being the one that is sort of like crowned as the one that kind of like sunk it all. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, what, what's cool about this is that this is in the Palatoy era of, of Action Force, um, which was uh, more at the, this point in time for like the Red Shadows. But it's using the, the, the Cobra Command uh, side of things that was in the Atari game. Um, so in an Atari or Parker Brothers newsletter, there was, and if I can get it to work... There we go. There was like this pretty neat little uh, comic book. Uh, sorry, like little comic strip to kind of uh, explain or, or create the time because this game, this video game has zero connection to Action Force at that point in time other than the fact it is a reskin of an American G.I. Joe product which at this had no kind of Cobra tie-in. So there's this cool little comic that is in uh, one of the Parker Brothers newsletters to uh, kind of give it uh, some context. Now, um, it's not, you know, anything that's not um, hasn't necessarily been seen before, but it's one that's probably kind of like a little bit off the beaten track for most people because you're always looking at stuff related to the toys and the comics themselves. It's not often you see something that is from a third party um piece of merchandise uh creating like a, a, a comic book strip but um yeah just some um very quick and dirty artwork and puts into place within that video game that you're playing the part of space force um and uh, destroying the robotic cobra missiles satellites things who knows what but it for me, that was quite interesting that they kind of try to retcon that as a um, uh, uh, as what they were creating in in the in the in the background there, and and that's what I meant earlier about like 
for me, it's interesting to see how other countries subverted the G.I. Joe brand to suit their own purposes and their own storylines and stuff like that. So just something that I've not really kind of ever um, come across before. I don't know how uh, well people uh, are, are aware of it, because like I said, all these things are normally associated directly with the toys. But I thought it'd be worth kind of like just showing there. Um and people getting a fresh take or an additional sort of expanded storyline on um, Space Force and, and Baron Ironblood and Black Major there. But um, yeah, go make yourself some custom Cobra missile rocket things, <laughs> whatever those things are. Oh, oh, there you go. Baron's Cobra War Machine. Wait for my uh, order. So, yeah. It's a just a bit different uh it would have been cool to kind of i mean you got the space cruiser there in one of the panels um and it's interesting you've also got uh the, the pictures of the space force guys they are almost uh depicted as they were in the uh toy fair catalog prototype form so you've got like the space force pilot with the red helmet rather than the blue one and then you've got like these open um featured bits here um on both of the Space Force guys, so the security trooper and the uh, patroller, um, which they didn't end up like that. So this would tell me that this was being developed back in, um, you know, early part of 83 to, to um, uh, sort of like tie in and things like that. But I thought that'd be quite quite interesting and, and just a bit different for folks to see. But Yeah, you know. anytime we can catch a look at our favorite property, through outside eyes it's mm -hmm. it makes for a better experience for all of us and of course full thrust main rockets right that had i literally on the edge of my seat for all seven panels <laughs> it, it, it just reminded me like those bazooka joe comics yep. you know it's just kind of like literally like that that they're not like it, it's but it's just funny how they were like well, we're just literally branding this as an action force game because it's branded as GI Joe, but it's got absolutely nothing. How, how are we going to kind of just explain I, this away? I, I'm, I'm impressed at that. They took the effort, frankly. Yeah, it's true. Cause it really, any, any, nobody would have held them up on it. Had that just been like, Oh, just whatever. Change the name from GI Joe to action force, push that thing out there. And just yeah. action forces fighting giant robot snakes. Fine. Whatever. Great push it out there and yeah. uh, so at, at least they, they took the time there's they're thinking about it and like, you know what our kids are a little bit smarter than that we have to at least give them some kind of setup for this we have to we have to make we have to put some kind of effort into branding this our way they're just not gonna believe that for whatever reason baron iron blood took the took the week off <laughs> wasn't, wasn't interested in the world it was his holiday week in october can't be bothered and then some dude with big snakes came in in his place. No, yeah, so he, they he made comes back and goes, "I've had one week off, and you, you've you've launched these things into space. Like, you know, <laughs> who signed off on this? It's a good thing that I am totally recharged by my time off. <laughs> Can't be evil all the time, right? <laughs> exactly. But I think oh, two seconds, right? Oh, somebody, okay. somebody's in the shop. He didn't mute his microphone either. Right? So that gives us a real opportunity here. 
Ain't that governor what? <laughs> <laughs> we go full on Monty Python here. I am Christian. <laughs> oh, there's some lovely filth down here. <laughs> I don't like spam. I'm 37, not old. It was a Pokemon delivery, so. All right, uh, cool. Well, you got to catch them all. Oh. Not just so all. You know, you're either in or not. I hope it was Snorlax. You got to catch most of them. No idea. Yeah, must catch. Must catch some. <laughs> it's it's, uh, it's Jigglypuff that puts him to sleep. Snorlax is just the sleeper. All I, I don't know much about Pokemon, but I know Snorlax was Daryl's favorite. Like he was like Snorlax is the man. All right. So, okay. We, we we had like this plush one. Uh, it was about this sort of size, and he would snore, but he would uh, literally vibrate oh, like shake? shake as well. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was really cool. It was That's pretty cool. cool little yeah. I am going to take a moment and share things something as well. Because when when are you going to get the chance? That uh, I'm waiting. Here we go. <laughs> it's a, it's an old video from all the cool stuff, uh, and you can find this. I will have this in the in the description later on. So so uh, if you can't, hundred forty six thousand. Right, I, and I like to think that I'm responsible for at least six thousand of those. <laughs> but here we go. Welcome to another exciting All the Cool Stuff toy review. Earlier this year, the store caused a stir in the town when we received a delivery of giant My Little Ponies. You look inside. thrilled. These were super limited, oh. available through general retail channels. Look at that and lush head of hair you got going on six days. years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you tell us all about them? <laughs> Six times to choose from. Aka Pinkie Pie, Applejack, Twilight Sparkle, Rarity, Rainbow Dash, or Blush. Each pony has a standard accessories of two eyes, two ears, and four legs. Some of them even have wings. You also get mane. We're doing a little bit of YouTube inception here. There is also some stitching details. Layers within layers. It looks like a hostage, it looks like a hostage video, a little bit. <laughs> Keep waiting for the sound effect. <laughs> Link twice if you need help. Earlier this year, Ty only made 25 of each pony worldwide. Ty have informed us that they have made some subtle differences and updates to these reissues, but even so, they have only made 30 of each worldwide. Look at Dave snuggling with his buddies. £99.99 each, plus shipping. So if you want one, <laughs> get in touch with us super quick as Dave needs his space. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's his last bit that's the best. Oh, and uh, of course, please subscribe to that channel for more cool toy reviews. I when was the last? Whoa, 
<laughs> so there's our blast from the recent past. I, I got into so much hassle about that whole thing because um, Ty are only based down the road from here. Oh, yeah? And um, Good Lord. Come on. And right. um, the, the, the account manager was like, these are these are store uh, store displays. Um, we got them in the warehouse. They're not a retail product. Do you want to buy them? I was like, yeah, okay. We did that video, and like, not fully appreciating the My Little Pony friendship is magic community at that point in time, which was kind of on the up and up and up and up. Um, I dare wow, say, like meteoric rise. Yeah, it, it it was it was uh, it was insane. Um, and then I'm getting like the phone call from like uh, the, the camp, like, why why you, why'd you do that? Because like the, we're getting updated with emails. How, <laughs> so well, how, I'm selling them. <laughs> how, how quickly did you sell out of those six? Oh, no, no, so there's more than six. There were six different ones, but we oh, had you had more than um, just that yeah, story. yeah, yeah. The, the, First time round, there was a, there was a, uh, a a bunch of them, and then we got like a second lot um, that they kind of I, again. I think they just done them to like you know just send out the stores as, as a kind of like a window thing. Um, and then after they kind of, you know, whoever was committing to it, you know, they just had these things left over. I I think that they did do a third run, but I never. Got, got off with them. <laughs> but, I can't imagine uh, how you weren't on that list. I, I yeah, boggles my mind. But uh, yeah, no, that, that, I, I, I mean, at that point in time, for Ty, um, I don't know how big they are in the in, in the US, but the, their main product over here was Beanie Boos, which are the large kind of um, uh, Beanie Baby kind of like replacement product, and then also. From a licensed side of things, it was Peppa Pig, which is a preschool toy, uh, or a preschool TV show, and to a degree, Alvin and the Chipmunks as well, because at that point in time, the Alvin movies were um, out a and about. Um, <laughs> yeah. Mark's, Mark's kids would have been right at that age. At that no, we, they didn't get there. Like You keep them away from... From Alvin and Barney yeah. and uh, what else? Uh, Yo Gabba Gabba, nah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a but college the, show. That's but the, not but the My Little that. Ponies, that that was all all brand new to Ty. They, you know, that that was kind of like the first um, uh, product that they done under license with with Hasbro, and it it it, it went absolutely crazy. Um, and then I think they pulled the, or they, or they didn't renew the license after two years and then they they did do the same tooling or the, or the same patterns i should say for the uh into beanie boos and they were kind of like saying that they were going to call it thai little pony instead of my little pony um <laughs> but that product only lasted about a year or so they they had effectively it was the my little pony products but like not done as my little pony um and i wouldn't be too surprised if there if there was probably like uh, some form of communication to say that's not yeah. what we agreed on right. um, path to a cease and desist yeah 
You're not allowed to knock off our products that directly unless it's a transformer. <laughs> and then ouch. Whatever. And then whatever. <laughs> yeah. But it, to be fair, the, the product didn't really sit in Beanie Boos either, though, because it was really obvious it wasn't like a Beanie Boo because of the 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 the, the, the aesthetic of those eyes of those products within the eyes. So it, was, it they they kind of just really stuck out like a sore thumb anyway. But they only kind of made those for about a year or so before um, they just disappeared into the ether. Un unofficial My Little Ponies. Anyways, I, I really, I could watch that video again and again, just because of the, the, uh, the, the comedy that you managed to infuse often silently. So I, I don't know if you, uh, caught the, um, empire 40, which was the live stream celebrating, uh, 40 years of empire strikes back. But if you want, it's, it's available on the fathers from Facebook page. And it's broken into three chunks, three live streams, because each one was like four hours long. But it's actually the very first one. The opening thing, we, we created this whole kind of homage of, you know, start of Empire Strikes Back, the Star Destroyer, and then all like the the probe droids all shooting out. And then, uh, again, talented people, nothing to do with me. Um, it was then done like it was approaching planet Earth and then sort of Google Earth moving into towards like fording bridge nice and then i'm just like walking across the road and uh it's a shoe that hits me on the back of the head right <laughs> yeah and it all <laughs> like that um we had to redo that about seven times right <laughs> and like oh my god it really hurt like really really hurt because there was there was my friend martin on the balcony and Simon, and this is the guy who was saying, who, who's the Marvel guy, um, you know, he was doing the filming. And he was like, no, no, we got to do it again. Because what was happening was I'm starting to wince because I know it's coming. He's like, no, no, you wince. we got to do it again. And like, he's telling Martin to welly this shoe at me. So it's convincing that it's hitting me on the head. And uh, yeah, you can watch it and, and you can see it, it's still there. But like, we, 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 I, we we redid it so many times, but I definitely got hit in the head about eight times. And fudge, did it hurt? I like, love the, really... I love the director saying, "Throw it hard." And Dave, yeah, you gotta yeah, stop yeah. pretending like you know it's coming. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, we must have. Uh, I must have a blooper reel for this. <laughs> oh no, no, there, there's there's definitely um, there's, there's definitely uh, things that he's done now. But like, yes, yeah. I, I, absolutely right matt but um oh god it, it oh that that was really painful that day and and the novelty was wearing off very quickly as well because <laughs> we were doing like other things in the in in the town hall like other pickup shots and stuff like this as, as part of the intro and i was just like you know oh I, god I was in for bits and pieces of that event i did not see the beginning of it though so i will have to go check that yeah out. no go, go back and watch it it it, it, it is it was a good way to start off. I mean, it, it, it was kind of set the tone for the whole thing. But um, man, did it really? I mean, it's not like a shoe drop. It's like literally having a shoe thrown at your head every time. And it, is, and, it, is um, it Martin? Is this Martin McCanny? No, no. This is okay. uh, Martin Keeler, um, who is um, he's uh, uh, 
a, a big Star Wars uh, Black Series collector. You know, he does all like reviews and stuff like that. Um, and then Simon Downs, who is um, uh, a, a, a director of sorts, um, who took time out to kind of get his own back on me, I suppose. But um... <laughs> <laughs> to answer a question from from uh, Sean Russell. Are we having secret secret meetings without Joe Colton again? We never have secret meetings without Joe Colton. She knows we're here doing this. She's just off saving the world, like we said before. Right. She is keeping the world safe for democracy. Cannot join us on a Wednesday morning, even if it is Cinco de Mayo. And I, I have to think that she's at least two margaritas in by this point. Yeah, she's saving the world. And then her secret identity is Wonder Woman. So right. figure that out. Same. This is true. I mean, this is very, very true. What, what's funny about this is that that you were afraid we weren't going to be able to fill an hour, and we're we were storming on to like an hour fifteen here. This is this, we is, a, this is a pre-show, isn't it? When we go live, <laughs> arguably, arguably, we haven't filled an hour. <laughs> right, we've been on an hour, but <laughs> I think that hot air balloon that is hooked up to this podcast that is now floating away begs to differ. <laughs> but, uh, Dave, we'll, we'll wind it up here so that the folks here can get back to work, man. But uh, since you you won't be joining us on Friday, I imagine you'll probably like be in bed or something. Mm -hmm. um, you got any shout outs? What what, what do we need to know about Dave Tree and all the cool stuff and shout outs? Um, so if uh, you're not aware, uh, run a toy store called All the Cool Stuff. And also uh, an event called Rollout Roll Call, which is uh, for fans of Transformers, GI Joe, and Action Force. You can find me on Facebook under either of those names, so all the cool stuff, or Rollout Roll Call. You find those pages there. Uh, I'd always appreciate uh, a like and follow on those. Um, and uh, I have a physical toy store, um, or you can like shop online, which is all the cool stuff.co.uk. Um, and we stock lots of G.I. Joe, uh, an awful lot that isn't actually on the website, particularly on the vintage side of things. So probably the best thing is to drop a line there if you're looking for anything in particular. If I can help out, I'll do my best. Um, in terms of shout outs, well, thanks to you guys um, for uh, inviting me on uh, on this lovely, for, for me, it's Wednesday afternoon. Uh, for you, it's Tuesday morning, I suppose, or something like that. Um, it's wherever you are. It's Cinco de Mayo. We 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 can't can't be off day drinking, so we might as well talk today. Ah, Cinco de, right. Let's have a special Cinco de Mayo show. Where are we gonna go? <laughs> England. <laughs> but but um, uh, big shout out to to all like the UK collectors out there who are enjoying um, not just like the stuff that they've always loved and 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 embraced, but also this whole new stuff that's coming through from the gi joe retro and like gi joe classifieds um specifically um uh gavin chillstone is always like the the, the biggest like gi joe fan ever um nick whitmore matt paul um john hall steve dawson uh chris mcleod eddie inman um bill ledson bill's like always calling up um like lots of people that I can't even think of now on the spot, but um, Nigel, Saint, Nigel Saint George, 
yes yeah 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 all, all, all of those guys and 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 so much more all of the u.s based guys who i haven't spoken to in like a million years um hi um hope you're all you, doing well you went and made a list and now you've left people off who are going to be insulted yes never yes. make lists never make lists uh well exactly exactly and and uh to friends who are who are absent who've not been able to like join us today um which is majority of everybody <laughs> but um yeah um you know please like and subscribe um how how far are we off from the thousand viewers uh thousand subscribers uh, we're at 536 but <gasps> That's that's okay because we just hit 500 a couple weeks ago. Well, I'm I'm going to be throwing in a few things into the pot for the thousand subscribers. So um, a care package will be on its way to Mike. Um, and, and maybe, then, maybe uh, I'll tell you what's in it once we get a few more subscribers up there. Uh, yeah, cunning. A cunning. lot of that depends on you guys, whether you're watching us live or you're watching us on recording. A lot of it depends on you guys liking our video and sharing our video in your various uh you know social media circles because when i share our videos it doesn't do anything it, it it does not the the facebook algorithms and the youtube algorithms do not match uh i so if i'm sending things to groups nobody sees it uh so please it's up to you guys if we're gonna grow this thing grow it let's go order it it's you. It's 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 you, and and we will blame David Tree if it doesn't, and we will just please do. Um, everybody else does. So, sure. uh, I figured your it wouldn't matter much. Yeah, you know, stuff I haven't handled before. <laughs> right, <laughs> Mark. You got a quick. You got a quick uh, shout out or two. Uh, I want to shout out to the Houston Astros. Here's a sign you can steal. Bear. <laughs> baseball reference. Baseball. Uh, yeah, you know, we'll see. Uh, we got a couple of uh, contenders, and they've got till Friday to actually make it into my shout out. So uh, be good to me the rest of the week. Maybe you'll get a mention on the big show. <laughs> and uh, I will give a shout out to our, our missing host, Joe Colton, who I'm sure would have loved to have be here. Uh, but just again, she's got a job that doesn't let her do that during the day. Uh, to Mark Weber, to our special guest, David Tree. Oh yeah, uh, to the unofficial fourth—well, I shouldn't say unofficial, but to the un, the unheralded fourth member of the What's on Joe Mind team, Racktime Rob, to our, our wonderful sponsor, Kokomo Toys, uh, and to everyone watching this video at home, uh, you get our special Cinco de Mayo shout out. Ah so I think I think there's a graphic for that that you can add to your to your Twitter account. I think just yeah, no, there's not. No, there's not. There's nothing, but you can you can prove that you can prove your love to us by sharing our video and liking, and leaving a comment and subscribing, and, and you get you get street street cred on Friday. You can tell right. everybody where were you? We need to make shirts. I was there at. I at, was there at that the non sequitur Cinco de Mayo celebration. Yeah. Did you notice in the in the graphic? I I put a I put a tree. It was the sun coming up over the mountain with a lone tree. That was the one hint that I left. Wow. I felt I was very proud of myself. Well done. 
Gold star. <laughs> Pat myself on the back there. Who, whose gimmick was that, Mark? Barry Horowitz. Barry Horowitz. Yeah. The winner, Barry Horowitz. We get our pro wrestling match. Dave is totally lost. We could have just said he was David Eckstein's brother. It wouldn't have mattered. He might might have been. Never, you know, David Eckstein could be Barry Horowitz. That's for sure. Yeah, he could. Now we, now we got Jeremy Bullock uh, loading up Barry Horowitz <laughs> into the cargo hole. Yeah, that's not even that's not even a contest. You just no, and everybody's like, yeah, that kind of makes sense. You just there already. Who put out a bounty on friggin' Barry Horowitz? <laughs> Come on. WCW Booker's. That's who. Probably SD Jones. Waiting for that special delivery. <laughs> so that wow. that's it for here. What's on Joe Biden Central? Uh, thanks again for being a part of our, our Cinco de Mayo celebration. Have a great rest of the day. Enjoy your Thursday, and we will see you Friday night at nine. Be sure to be here. Thanks again. Uh, have a great afternoon, Dave. Tree. Last word, Dave Tree. Hello. Ha, ha, ha.